Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Welcome back to Sports Business Secrets, episode 293. And in today's episode, I'm going to share some thoughts on the not-so-sexy behind-the-scenes process of actually getting a player from the States to overseas. Now, of course, everyone assumes that the contract is sent from the club. It's sent to the agent. Everybody agrees on everything. The agent sends it to the player. It's perfect. It's signed, and boom, the player is automatically overseas the next day, and that's that's that. Um, of course, everyone sees the Instagram posts, the Twitter announcements, and you know, all the, uh, all the, the, the confetti dropping, right? It's, uh, I have a love hate relationship with announcements because I feel like freaking everything needs to be announced today. Not to take away from the importance of a signing. Obviously it's well-deserved and you should be happy for people. But the point is between the time that the contract is signed while everyone else is reposting the agencies and the club's sexy graphic design about what player they signed and People are retweeting saying, you know, I knew my boy would make it and I'm excited to visit my man across the pond. And, you know, let's just pump the brakes for a second because between the time that contract is signed, there are people behind the scenes trying to actually make that happen. Usually that's the agent Um, because don't forget about that little thing called a passport. Can't just hop on a plane and live in Spain for a year. I wish you could. Um, Random fact for those who don't know. With an American passport, you can spend up to 90 days out of every 180 days in the European Union, um, or every 180 out of 365 days. So essentially, you can spend up to half a year total um, in the European Union without ha- just with your American passport. Um, but that's a topic for another day. Anyways, if you are going to play professionally or work or study, you need the respective visas in that country. So today, I'm just going to go over the uh, example of one country, which we'll just do Spain because I've happened to do it before and currently working on it for a player of mine, um, a, a client of mine, since uh, DJ will be heading to Albacete, hopefully here in the next several weeks before the, st- the season gears up. Um, but right now, so for Spain, the process, I'm just going to kind of, I guess, summarize the process, right? So for the work visa for Spain, you need a handful of documents that need to be submitted to the consulate of Spain, which would be in the States. There's a handful of consulates here in the States. So for example, there's not one in Indianapolis where DJ is right now. Um, So he would have to go to the closest one, which is Chicago, right? If you're in the Northeast here, um, there are certain countries that have consulates in Boston and New York City, um, but maybe not New Jersey or maybe not Pennsylvania. Um, So it it really depends on where you live and you might have to drive, you know, a couple hours to the nearest consulate. That's just the reality of it. So, for Spain, for example, there's a handful of documents that need to be submitted to this consulate when you, um, in addition to the application of actually getting the work visa. So the first thing is just filling out the national visa application form, um, which is which is 
pretty pretty self-explanatory, but just kind of a tedious process. Um, and then outside of that, you need your original passport um, and 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 or an ID um, that that has a minimum validity of of one year, right? So you can't have a passport that's going to expire in three weeks and 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 be granted that visa. Um, and then you also have to have at least one blank page to put the visa in there. Um, the next thing you need is uh, uh, one recent passport sized photo. So basically just, you know, you go to your CVS or your Walgreens and you take those, those photos. Um, and then you also need a notification of work and residence permit approval, which is usually the case for most countries. But for example, for this one, you're, this is something that the team fills out. It's essentially just paperwork that the team says, yes, this player will be working basically their professional job with this club. And we approve that their residence will be in this location. And that goes to the Ministry of Labor in that country. Um, and then uh, essentially within 30 days, it needs to be attached to this application. So they need to sign off of that. Then you need criminal history and or background check, which needs to be verified by fingerprints. And it cannot be like a local police background check. It needs to be either from the, the Department of Justice or like an FBI legalized background check. Um, and then the, one of the last things is also a medical certificate. So you need to essentially just say, um, this is a note from my doctor, it needs to be signed off from my doctor that, you know, um, this, this person has no, um, they're free of any contagious diseases, essentially. It's not like a regular checkup. It's like, hey, here's some of the international, I don't know, there's, there's a list of diseases that are on, uh, on this international list that if you have it, you probably can't get a work visa. So that's why they do the medical check. Um, not to be confused with the medical check that players need to do when they get to the team, which is more about the body and you know past injuries and, and, and that sort of thing. So those are the main documents that you need to put together in addition to that national visa application form and all that needs to be done in the proper way and sometimes you have to translate it to the local language and you need to you know book an appointment online and um it's it's definitely a process you know it is it is definitely a process so um the the, the job and responsibilities of an agent are not nearly as sexy as you thought huh um but uh, my bad. You, you wanted to be sitting courtside at the game last night instead of online trying to find ways to book an appointment for your client or, you know, leaving messages at a consulate who could really care less about the phone lines in the office. Or, you know, you really wanted to hit that nice dinner and, and after party this weekend, right? But you forgot that you still need to follow up with your client to make sure that they're on track to get the medical check done correctly and get the proper FBI background check and make sure their fingerprints are here. And my friends, being an agent, like anything else in life, comes with ups and it comes with downs. There are fun parts and there are tedious parts and there are not so fun parts, which one of them honestly is actually getting the, the, the paperwork into the consulate and approving the work and residence visa for any country. But it's always nice when you have a team that understands and communicates well and helps you coordinate some of this stuff because it makes it tremendously easier, which I've been mostly uh, lucky to have dealt with in Spain a couple of times, in Australia and some other places. So anyways, um, this is one of the things that I was focused on this week and will continue to be focused on until that thing is approved, stamped, delivered, and DJ lands in Spain and is ready to uh, ready to 
hit the ground running. So at the end of the day, it's obviously all worth it as long as things come to fruition. But this, my friends, is something that you probably don't hear about very often. So hope you enjoyed that one. Have an amazing day. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.